Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Central Youth Podcast. We exist to help students find and follow Jesus. Today you're listening to a message from our weekly Tuesday night gathering. We pray that it encourages your heart, and we hope that you enjoy the message. Welcome to Tuesday night. Man, we are going to dive right into today's teaching. Uh, Some of you guys are new here. Some of you have just been joining us uh, recently, incoming middle schoolers. And so we wanted to just dive into something that we call cultures here at Central Youth. Uh, You guys may have heard the definition culture before, right? You can think about it in many ways, shapes, or forms. How many of you guys play sports? How many of you guys attend a school? How many of you guys live at home with your family or with people in general? Well, within each of those are cultures. We all carry different cultures. Maybe our family is very tight-knit. Maybe our team celebrates each other even if we are not that great at our sport. Uh, Maybe we have a school that says we honor integrity, whatever it might be, each person, each place, each group of people carries different cultures. And so just to give you guys a little insights of my life, uh, when I took the job here at Central as the youth pastor, uh, I prayed into it and asked God, God, if someone walked into this room, what are the three things that they would feel? What are three things that they should know about our youth group? And he, he kind of revealed things to me. And so we're going to talk a little bit about those things. Uh, these don't limit us. They don't just uh, make us seem like this is all we are. But we are going to define cultures here with you guys today. And the, the way that we define that is like this. So the world defines culture in this way. It says that the customs and beliefs, art, way of life, and social organization of a particular country or group. And so we are a group, a youth group. We are a church, one family. You guys know this. And three things that kind of define who we are are as so. The first one is this. I want you guys to say it with me. Say affirmation. So affirmation, we are defining it like this, to declare something into existence. Have you guys ever roasted each other? How many guys, you know, that when you get in your friend circle, you guys start making fun of each other, laughing at each other, telling each other, hey, man, the back of your neck looked like a toaster strudel. Or maybe you're like, hey, man, you play ball like a girl. That's a quote from Sandlot, okay? Not that being a girl is bad. Actually, there's a lot of girls that are better at sports than I am. Okay, but affirmation is declaring something into existence. And so whether that's good or bad, our culture and society has typically gone in the way of bad, right? We roast each other. We say a lot of harmful things against each other. But here at Central Youth, we carry the culture of affirmation where we encourage. We believe in words that produce life. Okay, and you can see that in Jesus' life all the time, everything that he did. Now, there's this story in Scripture of a woman was caught in the act of adultery. You can find it in John chapter 8. And so this woman is caught and she's brought to Jesus by the Pharisees. And the Pharisees are a group of guys who are just out to get Jesus, okay? We'll learn a little bit more about that as the weeks go by. And so they bring him to her and they say, teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery and the law commands us to stone a woman to kill her, essentially. 
And they said this to test Jesus. And as they continue to ask him, he still and said to them, let him, and he says, let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone. A.K.A. saying, hey, if you've never sinned, if you've never been wronged, go ahead, do it. Because the law asks of it. And once more he bent down, he writes in the ground. Kind of a weird thing to do in the midst of this time. He's on his knees or laying down there, writing in the ground. And one by one, each of these guys start, start dropping their stones and saying, hey, like, we have sinned. We've done something. He's right. We can't be, we are basically being hypocrites right now because we have done stuff against the law. And Jesus looks at the woman and he says, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And he says, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. And there's a lot of people who say things about what Jesus is doing in this moment, writing in the sand, writing in the ground, whatever it is. There's a lot of debates. There's a lot of different opinions. But in this time, I can't help but think that perhaps Jesus is going back to that moment early on in Scripture where he's forming woman out of the, out of the rib of Adam and creating her and how he created this woman. Perhaps he's thinking about how he created her to do good things, created her to be a woman who changes the world, a woman who, who represents redemption, who, who walks in love. And in this moment, he sees her for the way he created her, not for what the world says. And so when you walk into this youth room, regardless of what your friends have said, all the lies that people have spoken about you, you're not good enough. You'll never become a pro athlete. You'll never be able to do this. Regardless of what people out those walls have said, today, here in this room, from this point on, we see you how Jesus sees you. We affirm your dreams. We affirm what you do. We believe in who you are. You see, affirmation speaks to the potential of a person, not the state of their being, not what they've done. They could have said, Jesus could have looked at her and said, you are a liar, you are a cheater. But he said, no one condemns you. No one, not even I. And he sees her potential. Every ever lie that was said about her, he sees words that produce life. He speaks into who God intended her to be, and that's what we believe about you guys. As your youth pastor, as your leaders, we will speak into how God created you, how God sees you. Everyone say affirmation. The second thing that we do here at Central Youth is we are a group that carries the culture of active love. Everyone say active love. So active love is defined as being engaged in action, characterized by energetic work and participation, causing activity or change. And it's capable of exerting influence. The Bible says in James 1, 22 through 24, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets who he was. And so what we do is we do what Jesus would have done. Everyone say the Jesus way. So what Jesus did is he often seen a need. And the Bible says it this way. It says, if anyone sees a fellow believer in need and has the means to help him yet shows no pity and closes his heart against him, how is it even possible 
that God's love is in him. So we see a need, and not only do we see it, we respond. And so we meet the need. Everyone say, see the need, see the need, meet the need. And so the Bible goes on and says, Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, heard, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a crowd, and he had great compassion on them and healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is over now. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy them food for themselves. But Jesus said, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. So we all have the ability to meet the need. And what triggered God's heart was a heart of compassion. You see, Jesus always moves in that place. And we, as believers, we as central youth will always move to that place. Whether it's Jonathan, whether it's Brio, whether it's... Uh, Max, or whoever it is in this group, we will meet the need. And we'll do the same thing for everyone outside of these walls. And so we do that, we see the need, we meet the need, and we repeat with love. Everything we do, we do with a heart of love. The Bible says, so this is my command in John chapter 15. Love each other deeply, as much as I have loved you. For the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated with a person's sacrifices his life for his friend that's what jesus did for us that's who jesus was to us that is the way that we respond as central youth so everyone say see the need say say meet the need say repeat with love so everyone say active love that's what we carry okay last and certainly not least everyone say this with me say family family all right this is one of my favorite ones because i feel like man anyone who walks into this room should feel a part of the family whether it's their first time their last time or they've been coming here for months we are a team we are a group and the way that we do that is by responding with family everyone uh and in this place scripture often uses the word fellowship so fellowship equals family it's a really simple way to think about it so the word fellowship means much more than being together. It means having in common. What's the commonality here for most of us? We love Jesus. And it probably usually refers to the sharing of material goods that was practiced in the early church. So this is awesome. We get to share, partake, commune with each other. We get to be people of fellowship. The Acts Church did this so well. We'll learn more about Acts as the weeks go by, years go by. But here's what they did as a family in the Acts Church. They committed to each other daily. You see, the Christians you meet in the book of Acts were not content to just meet once a week. They weren't just saying, like, hey, we'll come on a Tuesday. That's enough. They met daily. They cared for each other daily. They won souls daily. They searched the scriptures daily, and their numbers increased daily. We're going to be far more than people who just sit here once a week. You see, as family, we're invested in each other's lives. Your dreams are my dreams. My dreams are Taylor's dreams. Taylor's dreams are your dreams. And we rely on one another. When things are good, we celebrate one another. 
When things are bad, we lift each other up. When things are kind of a little bit fuzzy, man, we bring clarity because within family, we understand that each other has one another's back and we have each other and that's enough. If having Jesus wasn't enough, man, you got a whole crew of people here who are going to push you closer to him. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 says, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can help keep each other warm, but how can one be warm alone? A person stands alone, can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Family. See, whatever it is you guys have, this is a place that you can feel comfort. This is a place you can feel loved. This is a place you can go and not be judged. Here at Central, man, we are your family. And so when you come here, you can be sure of three things that you will be affirmed, that we're going to encourage you to live a life with Jesus. We're going to see you how God sees you. We're going to love you how God loves you. We're going to respond with active love. We're going to be invested in your lives and say, like, whatever you need, man, we see that, and we will meet that need, and we'll do it with love. And you can be sure of that because we are your family. We're going to care for you daily, pray for you daily, love you daily. These are the cultures of Central Youth. Thanks again for tuning into today's episode. To get more information about Central Youth, head over to centralsj.org forward slash youth.